2: Durant is staying put in Brooklyn, but what does it mean for the rest of the Eastern Conference? It's Canty and Carlin in Fort Greene on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. Canty counting down the hours until he gets married. Very much looking forward to Friday. This is his last day with us prior to his wedding and his uh, entire honeymoon, which is lengthy and outstanding trip that he has uh, sitting in front of him and his beautiful fiance, Mel, excited for that for what you're oh, doing? Well, you got to
3: tell the people where I'm going, Carl. Well, I, I mean, see, you can't yeah, just lay do. out there and then say the outstanding trip that well, we're not going to tell you about. I, I'm setting
2: you up to do that. I don't oh, want to okay. do that myself. I don't want to give away inf- any information that you don't
3: want to give away. That's all. Oh well, we're, we're teammates, though, Carl, and it's okay. Okay, I don't have a problem with it. A but trip yeah, to for the, a trip for the to South moon, Africa, correct? Southern Africa, yeah. Southern so we're gonna Africa. Do, we're going to do a week in Botswana on a safari. We're actually going to be staying in the bush, and we're going to get a chance to view the Big Five game. Um, so that's going to be fun. And then after that, we're going to hop over to Cape Town for a week. And do the wineries, Table Mountain, all of that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's going to be really, really cool, man. I've never been to Africa before. It's my first time setting foot on the continent. So we're fired up about the trip. It's going to be awesome.
2: Will this be a version of glamping out in the bush? Will this? You, you will not be oh, yeah, this sleeping is luxury on the ground. Ac-
3: this is luxury accommodation. <laughs> but, I mean, it is it, it is in the bush, though. I mean, there are going to be lions and white rhino and all this other stuff around us. So, they're, they're just you know, going
2: to be serving you prosecco.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, there'll be that too. But I, I told my fiance this when we're when we're actually, uh, you know, off the grounds of the hotel and we're in the bush. You know, I just wanted to remind her. You know, I don't have to be faster than the lion. I just got to be faster than you. Yeah, that's a smart thing to say three days before your wedding. I'm just, I, I'm days. just keeping it a buck with her, Carlin. That that's a little bit of honesty. I just got to be honest with. her. I'm just telling her. Just, what, what was your 40 understand? Day? What, what was you your say? 40? Exactly. What was it forty Exactly. exactly.
2: <laughs> it's Cantia Garland in for Greeny on ESPN radio. And, you know, I'm also chuckling about Kevin Durant, who just keeps to hammer away on people who are criticizing him on Twitter. Uh, he's still getting after it right now. It's amazing. But I, I as much as he does that, as much as he answers back, Durant staying with the Nets adds pressure to, To him to go and win this year and we spent a lot of time last hour talking about what that really truly means and if he ultimately does care about how people view him at the end of his career but there's the other part of this that really uh, completely changes the dynamic Of the eastern conference i mean chris there were plenty of talks about him ending up in boston now that's obviously not going to happen do they really have to mend fences with jalen brown now kyrie irving is staying put which means he's not gonna end up with the lakers there are a few different things here that are dominoes that we expected to fall had kevin durant gotten traded and now that he's not How do the rest of these play out and how does it change the Eastern Conference and how we view, well, the Nets and everybody else?
3: Well, I don't think it changes anything from Boston, even though they were interested in k d and they floated Jalen Brown out there now, according to our very own Bobby Marks, he said that Boston is backtracked in men fences with Jalen Brown, so seems like they've been able to smooth that stuff over. I expect Boston to be at the top of the Eastern Conference with the milwaukee bucks um and, and the Brooklyn Nets. I think those are probably the top three teams. In the conference, and then we'll see how the rest of it shakes out. We'll see what happens with teams like Toronto, Philadelphia, um, and, uh, in Miami. But in looking at the situation for Brooklyn, even with KD and Kyrie coming back and Ben Simmons, hopefully, you know, recovered from the back surgery that he had, the micro I still don't know if I can assign. You know, a championship level of success to the Brooklyn Nets, Carl. And I'm uncomfortable doing that just because of the chemistry issues that this team has shown in the past with KD and Kyrie being the leaders. I I just don't trust it. And at some point, chemistry and leadership has to matter if you're committed to doing high-level winning. And so I want to see the buy-in from Kyrie and KD once we get to training camp early on in the regular season. I want to see that they're all bought in to putting the team first ahead of whatever agenda they might have personally, so that's the thing that I'm curious to see. They didn't get their they, Katie didn't get what he wanted in Steve Nash being fired or Sean Marks being fired. Can he put all of that aside and just focus on going out there and hooping? That's Chris, the thing that I want to see. Twenty four hours ago, literally,
2: it was right about this time yesterday that the story broke that he and the Nets uh, were going to quote continue their partnership. Prior to that. The Nets were an 18 to 1 shot to win a title. After that announcement, that number dropped on Caesar Sportsbook to 11 to 1. Mm. It has since dropped even further, all the way down to plus 750. So, seven and a half to 1 now to win a championship. How is it possible that people are betting this and not realizing they are suckers? If you put a penny on the Nets to win a title this year, you are out of your mind. Why would you ever, ever, with all the drama that we have seen unfold, with the lack of commitment from Kyrie Irving, with Ben Simmons and what he has been all about since refusing to dunk the basketball a year and a half ago, with the <laughs> stupid drama with Kevin Durant, why would you ever put a cent on the Brooklyn Nets to win a title. The Nets are now the third choice in the East. Okay? The Bucks Mm. are also plus 750 to win a title. Okay. And the Celtics, I believe, are plus 450. Okay. Chris, I wouldn't put a penny on the Nets. Not a penny.
3: Well, big fella, there's a reason why there are all those big, shiny buildings out in the desert in Nevada, right? I mean, they they don't put those up there by giving away money. And so if people want to bet on the Nets having the third shortest odds out of the East to win a championship, then so be it. But again, it's not NBA 2K. This is real-life basketball. And in order to do this, in order to have success at the highest level, you have to have some kind of chemistry. And this team has not had chemistry because Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant haven't laid the groundwork to allow that to develop. Think about it, man. You're talking about Kyrie playing in 103 out of a possible 226 games since he arrived in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant has played in 90 regular season games. He's missed 140 of them. I mean, at some point, you have to start thinking to yourself, okay, these guys have to be on the court, they have to be available, and they have to be bought into what the head coach is trying to do. Now, in a roundabout way, it could help Steve Nash, hearing that the ownership and the general manager have your back, because now the players know that. Kevin Durant wanted Steve Nash out. Steve Nash is going to be the head coach next year. So maybe that helps in terms of getting everybody else to buy into what Steve Nash is trying to do. Maybe that eliminates the practices that Kyrie Irving was holding right after the practices that Steve Nash was holding. If you can get rid of all of that nonsense, all of that noise, and just focus in on basketball and committing to a team-first agenda, then maybe, just maybe, this team can realize its potential. I know that's a big maybe. There's a heck but of a lot, lot of maybes but, 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 and ifs you but threw but Carlin, in there, bud. But Carlin, if you're if you're betting on the Brooklyn Nets to come out of the Eastern Conference, that's what you're hoping for. It, it might be what you're hoping for, but you're a sucker. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> well, I'm honestly, not saying you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not yeah. saying you're wrong for saying that. I'm just I'm trying to paint but, but the most problem. optimistic picture that I possibly can for what the Brooklyn Nets will be this upcoming season. If they're gonna win, that's how they're gonna have to do it.
2: Yeah, and and that's that's great. I would believe that by hmm, let's say February fifteenth, mm. Steve Nash won't be the coach anymore. Wow, wow. I, I I absolutely believe that to be the case. Wow, I would not be shocked if in the middle of those discussions with Durant, Nash, everybody else involved there, that there was a, in the midst of this agreement that they came to hey, if things are not going right, he's the first guy to go. And if I'm Steve Nash, I mean, I, I kind of get it, but I, I, it's not what, that it would be his fault completely. But, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's such a blatant situation right now, given what Durant wanted, then I, I don't think there's any doubt that Steve Nash, it's not even a hot seat, per se, because he'll get paid, right? Yeah. It, it, I, I. He's got to look at the situation right now like, you know, I, I really can't win here, so let's just go see yeah. what happens.
3: Yeah, I, here's the thing, and I don't want people to misconstrue what I'm saying, because I'm not caping for Steve Nash. What I am excited about for Brooklyn is that they are taking back some measure of control of their franchise that they turned over to Kyrie and KD three years ago, and I think that's a necessary step in order to get this team where they want to be, but... I mean, Steve Nash is about as bad at rotations and game management as Mike McCarthy is for the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, there, there, there's nothing that I would point to and say Steve Nash can be the difference in this team winning a championship or not. Like, I, I don't look at him as a guy that can help his team. He can account for a couple of wins here and there once we get to the postseason just off of his coaching acumen. I, I don't see that. So... I mean, I'm not trying to defend his job security, but at the same time, after the owner takes such a public stance in supporting his head coach and general manager, I just don't see a world where he gets clipped if the team falls short early on. I think the pressure lies on KD and Kyrie more so than anybody else. So that will be the story. That will be the narrative. And I think in a a lot of ways, Steve Nash would get a pass if this team struggled early.
2: Let's hit a couple of calls here on this. David in Minnesota has been very patient. Up next on ESPN Radio with Canty and Carlin and for Greeny. David, what's up, buddy?
1: Hey, uh, uh, thanks for taking the call. I, I just want to say congratulations to Mr. Canty. Uh, we've kind of followed you along with the, the wedding thing, and I'm really more interested in hearing about the, uh, you know, what happened with the uh, security and the guys that had to be watched. Uh, the, the The trip you're going on sounds great, but I'm really more interested in hearing about what happens at the wedding. Well, Uh, Here's what's great
2: about it, though, is that we have all been in that situation where we, if you have gotten married, there is no question that you have at least one, if not more, of your friends that you have to be concerned about going into the wedding. And you have to address that going into, and not only, Chris, not only have the discussion with them, and David, we'll get to your Durant point in a sec. That's not as important as this. Um, But also... That you assign one of your other friends to be the fixer. In other words, you're watching him. You're mm-hmm. doing this. You're, you're 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 making sure there aren't any problems here.
3: You are Harvey Keitel. You are the
2: wolf of this yeah. wedding.
3: Yeah. Now, see, you're right about that. I'm I'm the guy that's behind the scenes, kind of orchestrating everything. Now, you make a great point in that I need to assign somebody to be the fixer. The problem yes. is. More so, more it's more likely to become, I I don't know, uh, more drama. I don't, I don't even know if drama is the word. Exacerbated might be the word if I pick a certain guy or certain guys to do that. In other words, you don't trust them. Their idea of fixing things is bouncing people out on the street on their head, right? So that that could be a problem. Well, here's the thing. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. You've got to pick. These them. guys listen. played
2: football at a really high level. Yes. Picking the fixer is not an easy thing. Okay. But you get the right guy to handle these kind of situations and you get, you, listen, you got to take care of him. you got to get him a little gift like you your getting your groomsman gifts, right? Yeah. 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 This guy is
3: basically a groomsman. If he's well, not ready. If he's and and that's what I would say. Like I'm looking at my groomsmen and to think of the guys that would be the fixtures. There's got to be they're somebody. All, though, they're Chris. all really big guys with short tempers. I don't know <laughs> that they're gonna be they're gonna be good at being patient and fixing people that get out of line. That's all I'm simply
4: saying. There's got to be somebody. There's got to oh, be. Can somebody. you distract this said person? Like, is he coming with a plus one? Like, does that work? Like you know, he's not
1: coming so
3: like not coming with his plus one. Wow, well, you don't coming come with, with a plus wife, one. All bets are off if, now. If he
4: was coming with
3: his wife, I would feel much better about it because she's great at keeping him in line. Oh, but he's no. coming by himself. Oh no. Which is dangerous. Because I now have, he feels like he has a hall pass. He's got the LTI, the license to ill. I don't I'm worried about it. I, I literally am worried about it. Like I, I, like I have friends that we, you know, we got to keep a close eye on this guy. And everybody knows who the guy is in the wedding party. It's just a matter of, hey, man, you know. You can't watch them all at the time. I mean, but it's just can you, one of those.
4: Can you throw them like at the table with like the older folks, so that like no. maybe the motherly love of like someone. What was it? Your mother's friend who made that, uh, is she the the uh, the cake or the was it the lemon? Was it no? Is it the lemon? Oh the lemon yes. cake. The lemon cake. Like the you know, cake. put put him, like someone that's like the motherly figure, so he's gonna like realize he can't get out of line, like something of that. See, I can
3: I can put him with Miss Geraldine, but here's the Thing though, Nuno. Like, Miss Geraldine ain't gonna stay there the whole time. Yeah. yeah I mean, She's going home it. early. After, after the wedding ceremony, we've got five hours in the reception hall. Like, five hours. Yeah. Like, Miss Geraldine ain't staying there the whole five hours. So, what do you do once you? I mean, it's almost like a gremlin, right? You, you give them alcohol after a certain period of time, and it's gonna end badly for all involved, and that's what I'm worried about.
1: Hmm. David, uh, distract us for
2: a moment with your Kevin Durant point.
1: <laughs> well i you know I agree with you guys 100 percent that Kevin Durant has a weird uh or a different leadership style but but when you look back at the, the best players uh as far as his you know his what's going to happen with him as far as his reputation as one of the better players, all that matters really is if he wins or not uh you know LeBron James I think has been uh, uh, the strong alpha but he still gets heavily criticized so I, I think the bottom line is does he win or not? You know, and that's really going to determine his legacy. And no, one thing, real- listen,
2: David, I don't think there's any doubt. And thanks for the call; we appreciate it, and, and for your patience as well. But I, we I, criticize LeBron James, not, that, Carlin. That's what we're,
3: that's what we're talking Carlin, about here, Carlin. We criticize LeBron James, but everybody unanimously believe that lebron james is the second greatest nba player to have ever lived yeah right behind michael Jordan. like the only reason we criticize lebron james is because lebron james himself told us he was chasing ghosts meaning michael jordan so we view everything that he does through that lens but here's but it's the thing. not as if we don't acknowledge the greatness of michael jordan no. all I'm, or, or lebron james all i'm simply saying is there is a a chasm between where michael jordan lebron james are at And where Kevin Durant is at, and I'm talking about like a Grand Canyon like chasm, and and the leadership and the leadership intangibles are really the biggest thing that separate those guys. And and there is because
2: LeBron James needs it, but Kevin Durant only wants it. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, in for Greeny, and on ESPN Plus as well, presented by Progressive Insurance, and now a no-frills ad brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You can save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See? Just a good old-fashioned, straightforward ad. See if you could save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or at Progressive.com. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the
3: podcast.
0: For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickranger.com or just stop by. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
2: Kanti and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, if you're just joining us. Kanti is getting married on Friday. Uh, You've been under a rock, if you don't know that, and we're all fired up for him. What is on the Do Not playlist at the ceremony? Is there one?
3: Or at the, and at yeah, the yeah there, there is a Do Not Playlist, and essentially it's anything that was made by R. Kelly. So that's the Do Not Playlist.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a safe call. I yeah, think. exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wise. Yeah, absolutely. Is yeah.
2: there anything on
3: the Must Playlist? Yes, there are some things on the Must Playlist, and amongst them, my favorite is a song called Icy by Gucci Man and Young Jeezy. Mm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, Carl. It was my wedding song. Are oh, wasn't kidding? really. Okay. It was, yeah. There it is. There it yeah, is. So so icy. Listen, I know it well. Um, <laughs> what what is your wedding song? I can't tell you that. Why not? You can't divulge that kind of information. You're telling us no. everything else. You're telling us where no. you're going in Africa. No, 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 no. I mean, you're we're, not, we're not are doing that. No, we gotta of... we gotta keep some surprise. We gotta keep some mystery for the ceremony and the reception, right? I'm uh-huh. not telling you the first dance song. I'm not telling you the song that we're walking out to. I'm not telling the song that she's coming down the aisle to. I'm not doing all of that with you because we gotta, you know, wait and it's gotta happen and then I can come back and give people the highlights from the ceremony and the reception. How's that? Mm-hmm. Does that work for you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Right.
2: And then last little question here before we get some more advice for you. Uh, just give me a quick rundown of the hors d'oeuvres at the cocktail hour.
3: I don't know. You don't I know? I have no idea. I have no idea. How how not- big fella. Big fella. We talked about this. Don't don't get mad at me. But remember when I did the first tasting with the caterer that we initially thought we were going with, I had the full rundown. I was fully immersed, involved in the decision-making process because you know how important food is to me. Yeah. But my fiance made another trip to Chicago without me and tried Blue Plate, the caterer that we're actually using. She thought it was better than the previous caterer. Caterer that we looked at, and she made an executive decision. So what am I going to do? Am I going to veto her when I wasn't there at the second tasting? No, I'm not going to veto her, but here's the, here's the downside to it. I don't know what to expect. I know what the entrees are, and that's about it. Am I getting many hot dogs here? No, and- you're not getting many hot dogs. No many hot dogs. <sighs> no many hot dogs, no. You know, they don't do anything. Bagels? They don't do many hot dogs in Chicago.
2: What, what are they not part of America?
3: No, I mean, I mean they are missed? part of America, but they don't do mini hot. It's not a mini hot dog kind of town. Nuno, isn't not a mini you, hot dog? Ha-
2: isn't the mini hot dog a must in a wedding that you go to in terms of the hors d'oeuvres?
4: No, it's not a must. I, oh come there, on! It's there, um, but it's it's not a must. I, it's for me. It's it's the shrimp. Like is he gonna have some, you know, some lobster? Yes, there is, is, there is a
3: shrimp. There know. is a
4: there is a shrimp and grit cake
3: that they will be serving as a part of the hors d'oeuvres. A shrimp and grit cake. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a small little like the grit. It's like a it's like a. It's like a polenta, but it's it's hardened, okay. and and then there's just shrimp on top of it, so it's shrimp and grits. Ah,
4: okay. We better have some good prizu, like things of that Yeah, manage. that'll like, be that's there. A, like that's the type there'll of stuff. There'll be some kind
3: of there'll be, yeah. there'll be some kind of you know you know beef for steak that that gets passed. Listen, Carla, the entrees are on point now. I mean, we're talking about having the beef short rib. We have the pan roasted chicken, and for those that don't want any meat, I don't know who those people would be. But we have or a spin- your, we we, have we're at your wedding, by the way. We, we have a spinach. Noki. So, okay. Yeah.
2: I'm going to okay. have all three personally, so. I I'm, I'm a little bit more skeptical about the situation, but I'm going to put some tri- uh, trust in your fiance here that this is going the right way.
3: Yeah. Put some okay. put some trust, put a little faith in it and there may or may not be deep dish pizza at the end of the reception. Really? May or may not be. Yeah, I, I'm not a deep dish guy. I don't know what's wrong with you. What's wrong
2: with clearly, me is I don't want to stand around for Luma, an hour and a you half. Clearly you clearly have first. not had
3: Lou Malnati's or Pequods. You I've had, haven't.
2: I've had Lou Malnati's. I've had uh, what's the other one? Not Pequod. Uh, Giro, Giordano's. Uh, the,
3: a G. Giordano's. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Not I've Giordano's. had them both. Here's the no, problem. No, no. With, you want Lou Malnati's, or if you it. really want to go with the, the 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 champagne of deep dish pizzas, it's Pequods. Yeah, in Ridgelyville.
2: So, here's the problem with the deep dish pizza. Okay, it's forty pounds of bread. Three pounds of cheese. It takes an hour and a half to make, and I can only have a half a slice of it before it's going to sit in my stomach for four
3: days. It's outstanding, Colin. I, I don't know what to tell you if you it's don't a like it. I, roll
2: of bread.
3: I, I, you know what? You're starting to sound like Dan Orlovsky with your food takes, and I don't, oh, don't want even. you to sound like Dan Orlovsky. I don't, don't want even. you to even start going to that territory, disparaging deep dish pizza. How dare you? You will not talk bad about deep dish pizza. You won't. I'm not going to stand for it. Not on this show.
2: This is a guy from the Bronx. You know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like a PR
3: spin on your part, marrying someone from Chicago. That's it's what not it a PR spin. I, I, I stood by New York pizza uh, uh, until I had a spiritual experience at Pequod's. And I'm going to leave it at that.
2: Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in for Greeny. We will get your calls in on your last-minute advice for Chris Canty with his wedding a little over 48 hours away. Also on Kevin Durant as well and how it affects the entirety of the Eastern Conference. It is all there for you. But there was some disrespect thrown the way of Patrick Mahomes yesterday from an unlikely source. You'll hear... What it was and who said it next? Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio,
0: Greeny, the podcast.
2: We've got advice coming in from coast to coast for Canty. His wedding, a little more than 48 hours away in the beautiful city of Chicago, Illinois, where he is right now. And we couldn't be more excited for him, everybody, except for, well, Bobby Marks. Good luck with marriage. Yeah, that was that was not, not the ideal send-off that you wanted to get earlier. But that's okay. We are all very excited for your wedding. Canty, I have uh, an anonymous piece of advice from a big fan of the show Mm. uh, who just sent me a text. Okay. Uh, Break in your shoes. A long night of dancing shouldn't feel like Jason Peters ran over your toes for four quarters.
3: That's a great point. I played against Jason Peters as a very big, powerful man. You don't want him stepping on your feet. But here's my game plan, Carlin, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure the friend that sent you this advice would appreciate this. So during the ceremony, I'm going to be wearing my custom-made slippers, the formal shoes, to go along with the tuxedo. After we get done with the first dance and the mother-son dance, I am going to then slip off my tuxedo shoes and throw on a pair of Jordans. Oh. And we have his and her matching Jordans for the wedding reception. Oh, wow. Because not only am I going to do that, she's going to do that too. That's outstanding. Exactly. That's I thought you might like that. I That's thought you might like it. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. When I got married, I was not smart enough to do that. Didn't change the shoes. Is there an outfit change as well for the reception in addition to the shoes? No, because no, Because no. I'm we're seeing
3: not. that a lot in weddings these days. No, we're not doing the wardrobe change. And quite frankly, what I got, what I had to pay for this tuxedo, and what she had to pay for this wedding dress, people gonna see us in that all night.
2: Yeah,
3: you may wear yeah. it to work when you get back. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. <laughs> 1,000%. Well, that is a nice suit you got on. Thank you. I wore it for my wedding, but I figured since I paid so much for it, I might as well wear it on Get Up and First Take 2.
2: Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio. Time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free, so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Canty also has a few things that he wants to get off his check. Yes, that in five minutes first more advice rolling in steven in nevada next on espn radio steve what's going
5: on hey guys how's it going congratulations mr canty appreciate you man thanks a lot what kind of advice hey, you got for me i'm a dj i've done over 600 weddings i've seen it all and uh first of all song you need to play you need to play uh Cherokee by the Sugar Hill Gang. That'll get everybody going. That's a great tune. And uh, when you're doing the toast, there's always a few people, you know, that you want to toast. There's a few parents, best man, maid of honor, all of that. Do not open up the mic to all the guests. That is a no no. Oh, I was doing a uh, I was doing a wedding up in Tahoe, and. So the, uh, we stand right next to the person talking on the microphone. That way, just in case they say something, i got to grab it from them. Sometimes it becomes a wrestling match. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> this guy, he decides he's going to come out at this wedding on the microphone during the toast. It's the bride's brother, and he comes out, and he says he's in love with the groom. Oh. Oh, and, yeah. oh my goodness. I mean, it was absolutely crazy, you guys. Holy cow. That is a plot twist if I've ever heard one. Oh, my gosh. And so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the whole wedding changes.
2: Uh, let and- me tell you something. That's Angela Bassett walking away from flames right there. I'm going to burn yeah. this thing down. Let me tell you what's going to happen,
3: Carlin. Security! Yeah! <laughs> Security! They gonna, they're going to yank that sucker out there faster than somebody getting booed at the Apollo and the Sandman coming on the stage. That's how quickly we're going to get rid of them folks. Yeah! That, that whole speak now or forever hold your peace, hold that's, your your just a, that's just a formality because if you don't hold your peace, it won't be very peaceful for you. Yeah, just let me tell you something. You know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times,
2: better to just not give the option. I have exactly. not been at a wedding where anybody has ever really burned it down like that, though. Yeah, I've I've never seen that. Dave is up next on ESPN Radio. Dave, what do you got for Canty?
1: Well, uh, first of all, I want to uh, wish him good luck. Forty-four years for me, but I want to remind you, it's winter in South Africa. My wife, uh, less than an hour ago, just left Cape Town. She's been over there six weeks. Uh, We have family over there. Uh, Last night in Cape Town, 44 degrees.
3: Yeah, and it's tricky because we have to pack because we're going to the Okavango Delta in Botswana, which is going to be high 80s, low 90s. But then we're going to go to Cape Town, which is going to be 20, 25 degrees cooler. So, you know, there's a lot of a lot of variance in terms of what we got to pack for, big fella. That can make it a little bit tricky.
2: Yeah. Plus, you know. You know, a little advice from Dave there. You know, His wife was away for months, it sounded like, in Cape Town. Maybe that's why you've been married for 44 years. <laughs> See
3: the things that you pick up on? That's something that somebody that's already married would acknowledge. Well, well done. I, well played, big fella.
2: Admittedly, or it's also somebody who hasn't been married, like Nuno, who whispered in my ear the whole time as well. Uh, Canty, you have some things that you want to get off your chest as this is your last day on the air prior to your wedding uh, on friday so yeah we have some we have some issues that you have to address so
3: please the floor is yours okay so let's start with what i saw and get up this morning with harry douglas friend of the show james white super bowl champion got a lot of respect for him Mm. uh and kimberly martin kmart as we affectionately call her here And, and Carlin, I'm sitting here listening to them react to Sammy Watkins' comments about Aaron Rodgers and how he's on a different level than every other quarterback that he's played with, including one Pat Mahomes. And my only question to all of the people that were on the show this morning is, have you lost your (laughs) minds? To say that Aaron Rodgers is on a different level, head and shoulders above Pat Mahomes, to me, is just blasphemous. Remind me of this. How many Super Bowls has Aaron Rodgers played in, Carlin? One. How many Super Bowls has Pat Mahomes played in? Two. How many years has Pat Mahomes been a starter in the National Football League? Four. So, half the time he's, he's, he, he plays, he gets to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the other kinda, two times, by remind- the way, he loses
2: in the AFC Championship
3: game. And, and, yeah, that AFC Championship game is in Arrowhead Stadium, right? Never yeah. been a road AFC Championship game for Pat Mahomes. I, I just don't understand... And then the other part of this is there has not been a quarterback that has won more games through their first 50 starts in NFL history than Pat Mahomes. Why why are we so quick to, to assign a certain level to Aaron Rodgers that we're not willing to give up to Pat Mahomes? The guy won MVP in his first full season as a starter. It's absolutely ridiculous to me to say, well, Aaron Rodgers has got more tools in his tool bag. I hear Harry Douglas talking about how Aaron Rodgers can throw from all of these different arm angles. As if we haven't seen Pat Mahomes throw with different arm angles. Hell, I saw Pat Mahomes throw the ball left-handed to a receiver to complete it for a first down. You don't forget about the no-look passes. Oh, and don't forget about the behind-the-back pass that hit the goalpost from 30 yards out in a clip from training camp. Please Stop yourself, guys. To say that Aaron Rodgers is definitively a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes, I, I mean that's just absolutely ridiculous. You're 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 you're, you're out of your minds if you can if you feel like you can definitively say that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. He's better at his job than Pat Mahomes is at his job. I just can't go there, Colin. I just no, can't because if shouldn't. he was because if he was, then we would be talking about Aaron Rodgers doing a hell of a lot more high level winning. Oh, by the way, the high level winning that we've seen Pat Mahomes do through the first four years of his career. Stop yourself, guys. Rogers one and four in conference
2: championship games. Ooh. One and four in yeah. his career, where he's been around since two thousand five, and really starting yeah. since what oh eight oh nine.
3: Yeah, and Pat Mahomes is batting five hundred yeah. exactly yeah. in four years. Yeah, next. <laughs> yeah, next. Oh, okay. So here we go. The quarterback competition that Brooke Pryor, who covers the Pittsburgh Steelers for ESPN, said that wasn't a competition uh, in debating whether or not Mitch Trubisky would be the week one starter. Now, last Friday, Carlin, I suggested to Brooke Pryor and everybody that was on the Get Up panel that Kenny Pickett should be and would be the starting quarterback week one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that was met with the hardest of eye rolls from one Brooke Pryor. But now things seem to be taking a turn in this quarterback competition. Based on what we heard from Mike Tomlin in reports that came out late last night and early this morning, the starting quarterback job is going to be decided in the preseason finale against the Detroit Lions for Pittsburgh. So essentially, Kenny Pickett could go out there and win the week one starting job for the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is after... Brook Pryor and others said that there was no chance of that even happening I, I just I, I I I'm I'm not taking a victory lap but I'm simply saying based on what I saw in the first preseason game and what was affirmed in the second preseason game down in Jacksonville this past weekend there's no doubt in my mind that Kenny Pickett is going to win this job there's no question about it and that's why Kenny Pickett only played in 10 games against 10 plays against the Jacksonville Jaguars Because Mike Tomlin had seen enough. Kenny Pickett went 6-7 for in that game, 76 yards and a touchdown. On the preseason, he's 19-22, 171 yards and three touchdowns. And oh, by the way, Carlin, the thing that we worried about, the shaky offensive line for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kenny Pickett hadn't had any problems navigating that. His mobility is plenty good enough to get him out of trouble. And that's what leads me to believe that he'll be the Week One starter. And Carlin, Vegas agrees with me because they have him as the odds-on favorite to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Wow! Yeah. I, listen,
2: I think it's phenomenal, and I, I think that we can't overlook something that Tim Hasselbeck pointed out yesterday. This is not a guy who's twenty; this he's twenty-four years old. He's mature. He's been around, and now, as a rookie, he's going to get his opportunity. I think it's—listen, I'll be surprised now at this point if he doesn't start. And, frankly, as a Steeler
3: fan, I'm good with that. Yeah, but here's the thing, Carlin. If if it's close, if the competition is close, why would you go with the veteran journeyman over the rookie quarterback?
0: He's only, thing I've only ever... going to
3: get more—he's more, only going to improve as he gains more experience. Why, if it's close— If it's that close, why would you go with the veteran that you know is a stopgap versus the guy that you know is your future?
2: The the only thing I've ever heard coaches say in relation to that is when it comes to quarterback, you'd rather start him a day later than a day early. But at this point, I think that goes out the window.
3: There's a guy that's played like six years in college. Yeah. Uh, In in, in the same building that the Pittsburgh Steelers practice in. I'm sorry. I, I think he's got enough... Experience playing the quarterback position where I'm comfortable starting him week one and not worried about ruining the kid.
2: It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in for Greedy, presented by Progressive Insurance. So we now uh, bid you adieu, my friend, as you go off to your wedding on Friday. It's going to be an outstanding event, and we're all terribly excited for you and Mel, and it's just going to be awesome. And the most important thing out of all the advice, out of all everything that you have gotten... It's to just make sure you enjoy every moment of it the next few days.
3: Yeah, and a part of that enjoyment is a piece of advice that you gave me, big fella, which is to make sure that I have somebody standing right next to me to keep my cup running over. Exactly,
2: exactly. Somebody's job at that wedding is to make sure that you always have a cocktail in your hand. And you will have a great, great day. It's going to be awesome. In the last 10 seconds, any last
3: word that you want to share. No, I'm going to miss you guys, and I'm looking forward to the football season, man. So when I get back from the honeymoon, it's on and popping. It's going to be awesome. Congratulations, Kathy. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen
2: live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Plus. Also catch
1: Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.